This is Financial Detox, helping you retire with confidence. Featuring Jason Labrum, certified financial planner and founder of IDA Wealth, intelligence-driven advisors. For over 20 years, Jason has shown people how to steer clear of toxic advice, achieve financial peace of mind, and manage their wealth for maximum impact. Join Jason and co-host Alex Klingensmith as they simplify the complex, share industry secrets, and provide proven strategies designed to take you from financial insecurity to financial independence. This is Financial Detox. Hi, and welcome to Financial Detox. I'm Jason Labram, your host in studio with Alex Klingensmith, and today we are talking about some cool stuff, right, Alex? The three-headed hydra, Jason. It is Today's show is the three-headed hydra. I'm not, I wasn't sure about that, but thank goodness for producer Mike, because producer Mike laid it down on what the three-headed hydra was, and this dude was so bad that when you... This is going to be a great analogy. That when you cut off one of his heads, mm-hmm. then he grew back three heads. Is that right, producer Mike? Three heads for one head, so... The three-headed hydra, I mean, that correlates into what we're talking about today with the issues in our economy and the issues that we're facing uh, just as a civilization and so on and so forth, that once one thing goes away, it always seems like a couple more pop up, right? Yes. And so that's what we're talking about. You didn't study Greek or Roman mythology when you were a kid? I'm certain I did and memorized everything. And I've just stored it in a compartment that (laughs) I'm not currently accessing. (laughs) The Hercules thing was awesome. (laughs) Mike had to remind me the story of Hercules because I was remembering Perseus from because there's a movie that's out on Amazon Prime right now or whatever that's the Perseus story. But... But right. it was it was the Hercules story where he had to fight this 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 giant snake serpent yes, thing serpent. with three heads. Yeah. And the reason why this came up though was I was asking, dude. I was at, yeah, and Hercules defeated the Hydra, right? Good. And just like we as a society Hercules. can defeat the Hydra as well. We can. It's a it's more of an emotional metaphor, I think. I like it. Thomas and I were talking about this yesterday, right? Yes. I asked him because he's been do, listening to the shows and helping us yes. with uh, writing content around yep. what like what did we talk about, and he said. Man, I keep getting clients that ask me questions about the election, and I know it's a it's a topic that we're kind of beating to death right now. We yeah, already talked about it once a month beaten. ago, beaten. but it's but it's going to continue to be a topic because it's a thing that's not just like a hydra is not going to go away. Oh, I can't wait till it goes away. Though. <laughs> I, I mean, I really can't wait. But wait, we didn't even we didn't even tell people if they want to get a hold of us, they can go to financialdetox.com or they give us a call at eight seven 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 zero seven eighty eight eighty nine. So we've got that going for us. Check us out. Give us a call. Uh, Financial Detox Team Intelligence Driven Advisors. Back to the point. Oh, so um, he, so he was like, Alex, what are you saying to people? You know, because it's been a right. month since we since we talked about it. Run! No, that's not what I said, but <laughs> he said, gosh, it's like the, the election's coming and that's causing people to stress out and, and just talk, want to talk. Right. And we have this global pandemic, by the way. Remember that? Oh, COVID. yeah. That thing? And then there's all this um, there's all this civil unrest. I don't know a better word to describe it. Black Lives Matter. All, all the things that are causing people to really just yeah. fight. Right. Um, civil unrest is, you know, it's a, someone called it a cold civil war. I don't know. That's ah, a good, good analogy. Three I think, things. I think that when the election's done, it'll all probably go away, won't it? I don't know. I don't know. But but it's certainly something that we wanted to let clients and listeners know that um, it's something that we have said differently before. It is different this time, right? It's always different, but it's always the same. Yeah. So it's really both, right? It is different. It always has a different name. It has a different flair, and it, it, it invokes different emotions. Mm-hmm. And those emotions are so critical uh, because how we handle the emotions and how we deal with those as investors, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think in life too, not to get too philosophical and pretend we're life coaches here, but you know how you handle information 
um, can have a profound impact on who you are as a person and it can have a profound impact on how you address life and who, how you are in relationships and you either allow the negativity to consume you and come inside of you and then it toxifies you or you keep that negativity and toxic information out and stay pure and detoxified. Hence, financial detox. How yeah. That? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> it's kind of like why we do this show. <laughs> hey, did you hear about Joe Rogan? Um, no. Or- what was his contract value? Um, he just, it was, was it six? $600 million for a five-year contract with Spotify for his podcast. Really? So we're sucking wind compared to Joe Rogan. Wow. Has any, how much are we getting paid for this podcast? Uh, It's (laughs) immeasurable. (laughs) You can't. He got a $600 million contract to do his podcast. Good job, Joe Way to go, Joe. He is really funny. He's funny. And I mean, the other day, I didn't listen to the show, but somebody's telling me about his contract and stuff. And they, I guess they had like a five hour opening first show and through over that five hours, they smoked a lot of marijuana and drank a lot of whiskey and partied their butts off. And so I'm like, the dude's getting paid hundreds of millions of dollars. Interesting. I, I why 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 do you think his show's worth that much money? Like what more is than financial detox? Is it no? I just mean in general. <laughs> is it because it's just pure, it's entertainment that really is going to draw in listeners? And is that why he's being paid that crazy amount of money? Um, I think so. Right? Because then if there's listeners, then they can play ads, and then the ads money goes I'm sure to partly Spotify partly well probably all the Spotify I don't know yeah but, um, interesting yeah I'm, I'm not really in the show business but I was thinking <laughs> about it after Joe Rogan got that contract yeah that you want do you want to get a contract with Spotify should yeah we, should we contact them after our show today and see, see if, if they'll hook us up <laughs> yeah I don't know if we're good enough <laughs> I don't know it's definitely not our core business that's for sure but, yeah um, so alright so but that's interesting news today and I don't know how it ties in at all to the three-headed hydra maybe it's a lesson that we need to be more entertaining and that's why we came up with a cool title the three-headed hydra because right. we do talk about some stuff we that can get kind of dry picture. you have a matrix book in front of this you this is dry if you tried to read that on the show today I would I would walk out after about five minutes but if you could see this i mean i can i can i hold the prop up yeah this is great this is this is nice um this is the matrix book and this talks about every index in the universe and their return since 1920 something or whenever they existed um alex doesn't like when all joking all joking aside though i mean there there's many there are many parts to our business here at ida the financial detox team is powered by intelligence driven advisors which is an ria full-time fiduciary firm that you founded almost 11 years ago almost 11 years ago and that's a long time. It might be a moment to actually honor a, another really, actually more, a much more important yes. memorable yes. for a very sad reason day that we're yeah. all, you know, this weekend we're, we're yeah, all September 11th. heroes. Yeah. yeah, Which is a time when you saw our country come together, right? And it didn't matter if you were black or if you were Mexican or if you were white or Hispanic or you were Asian. It didn't matter. You came together and you were so proud to be an American and you wanted to defend America for all of the opportunity that it's created. Mm-hmm. And that is um, sadly being ignored right now. The great, great things of America. Um, Maybe so. this weekend will be a, a strong reminder to all of us that we are all human beings together. We all, and we're all part of the United States of America. Right. Hope, not all of us, but hopefully probably everyone listening to the show at least. Right. If you're in the United States listening to the show. How is our international audience? I don't think we're global. Right yeah, international but, audience um, is at large. But I hope it's a good reminder, a strong reminder to come together, uh, you know, as, yeah. as human beings. Um, for and forgive another. and have peace and just love uh, each other, right? Yeah. Yes. So, and love yes. your investment portfolio, too, if it's financially detoxified. <laughs> right? <laughs> All right. We got to go to break. When we come we back, do. we will tie this into financial-related topics. <laughs> Probably. All right. Stay tuned. It's Financial Detox. We'll be right back.
I we're back. It's financial detox. We have a big clarification to make. A big clarification to make. <laughs> we were talking to everyone's yeah, life. Gonna, this is this is big news. We talked about Joe Rogan on the last segment and how he has this huge contract, and we were confused. I would like to uh, personally take responsibility for this, um, but it's not. He didn't have a six hundred million dollar contract. We understand now that the contract was somewhere around a hundred to one hundred twenty eight million for five years with Spotify, which is awesome. It's still a lot of money, I guess, is the point. But right. To, to do a show. Is his show every day or is it once a week? I only heard like two of them and I yeah. like them both, but I should... So yeah, I essentially, if if you're talking about financial advice, financial detox and the intelligence uh, driven advisors team here, we're pretty good with financial advice, but if it's about show business or contracts with show business people, you probably don't want to follow our advice. Maybe the same <laughs> true with COVID advice. You don't necessarily want to follow our advice on that. And yeah, but okay. we're, we're good with other things. Back to the show. So okay. here we go. So we're talking about some of the biggest questions that listeners and clients and prospective clients and even yes. our own advisors are asking of, of, of us and of ourselves is what are we supposed to do with our investments when with this election coming up with a global pandemic and with all this civil unrest, if we call yeah, it. And so the, the answer I gave Thomas was, it sounds something like this. And you taught me this you know, years ago. Um, I met you right after the 0809 crash. Yep. So I don't know what you were saying to people back then, but, but during this time, it sounds like this. It sounds like you have things you can control and things you can't control when you're an investor. And so some of the things that we can control, we, we always have been controlling. We've right. been diversifying massively globally. We've been setting yeah. up very uh, evidence-based, historical, long time frame yeah. logic in how we yeah. make decisions. Because, and this is somebody else's quote, and I never get it right, but I like it anyways, yeah. is investing is meant to be a process over time rather than betting on a moment in time. Oh, that's good. These are moments yeah. in time. And and the Scary most important ones. thing about an investment philosophy is that you have one. Mm-hmm. Just like the most important thing about investment philosophy is that you have one. Yes. Yeah. Those are great quotes. Those things, we need to put those up around our walls and stuff in the office. I think those would be good reminders. But um, it is a, it's an interesting time, like you mentioned, people want us to recognize, I think our clients, that it that it feels different, that it's different. And it does, right? It has a different title. It has a different flavor. It, this feels different. This, if, if you haven't been alive for 100 years, this is nasty, right? We're going through some really nasty things. Mm-hmm. And so it is different. Challenging us as human um, beings. Like, what yeah. do I really feel about this issue? And I think they want us as their advisors, or we are kind of coaches. We, we are coaches, we are. actually, investment yep. coaches, to say the least. But yep. I think they want to know what we feel. And even if we don't totally agree on every single thing, I think they just want to know that we feel. <laughs> well, that we feel and that we have a, a strategy and a process for them. And, and that's where uh, the difference between, I think, strong advisors and not strong brokers and, and other people in our business is where they allow the clients to change or dictate the advisor's investment philosophy because they pull the client, the client or the advisor uh, appeases them by moving off of their core philosophy. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the things that's unique about the financial detox and what we're bringing to people and our firm as well is that you know, whether you talk to you or whether they talk to Thomas or they talk to Bonnie or Rick or, or Jim or whoever at our firm, they're gonna have the same investment experience, the same advice. And that's not true when you go to most financial firms. You walk in most financial firms, there's 15 advisors in that office. You talk to 15 advisors, you're probably going to get something like 15 different sets of advice, mm-hmm. which is how could that be right? How can there be 15 different ways to do the right thing? There's not, right? Because there's historic evidence, there's data, there's, you know, there, there's, there's certain things that drive fundamentally, strategically sound investment strategies. 
And so that's what we do. But, you know, the election is an interesting one because we did a show like five weeks ago, Alex, we talked about the different results of the election and, and or different yeah. history and, and how markets, oh, you've got it in front of you, how markets uh, perform during election years. And there, the, the problem is there's really no clear pattern except this. This is a pretty clear pattern, I yeah. think, that I read somewhere else, not in this uh, piece, that the pattern was that if you have a Republican incumbent and they win, the markets are typically like 80% of the time, the markets were very strong the next couple of years. If you have a Republican incumbent who does not win, the markets are and loses to a Democrat, um, then the, the, and I'm not being political here, I'm not being pro-Democrat or pro-Republican, yeah. but then the markets are really not very strong. Like they underperform typically those next several years. So this is the most important thing. You mentioned it. Control what you can and ignore what you can't. So if you're going to control what you can and ignore what you can't, um, some of the things that you can control, we've talked about a lot, asset allocation, diversification, you know, deploying factors inside your portfolio that have historically repeatable, measurable outperformance, um, things like that. But you, you can't control, you know, what's going to happen in the election. And we, we also know that, dovetailing into the bigger picture of why we invest, Companies are going to create goods and services. They're going to create products and services, and they're going to sell those for a profit, regardless of who wins the election. We're going to still go to Amazon. We're still going to buy food. We're going to buy body soap. We're going to drive cars. We're going to put gas in those cars. We're going to buy new cars. We're going to listen to music. We're going to watch movies. These things are all still going to happen, right? I mean, yeah. this is not going to... So, so companies are going to create products. We're going to use computers. We're going to get on our computers. We're going to search the internet. We're going to put hair products in. And um, well, I think this is where people yeah. start to get really stressed out, or maybe it, maybe it's a fun stress sometimes. It, it's excitement, it's greed, right? Right. Is the is the pandemic theme? So you tie the election in with the pandemic, and you say, well, there's like a generational shift in consumer demand. Like, how can I capitalize on that? Right. Holy moly! Like, if you can go down rabbit holes for for you could never come out of the rabbit holes if you try right. to think how to invest based on on that. It is a moment in time. Granted, it is one of the biggest moments yeah, in time we've, we've faced we've, in my lifetime. Yeah. I don't know about you, probably, probably the same. Yeah. Uh, I, I've never lived through a global pandemic that shut down schools and, and caused all the things it's causing in my personal life. But yeah. but should it really change the way that I invest if my investment time horizon is, is the next, I think hopefully, there's, 70, you know, 60 years, 50 years at least? Yeah, you make a good point. I think there are small themes that develop over time that you have to pay attention to. And one of the things that we do and we recommend people do is, you know, we talk about factors all the time. And factors are dimensions of returns or ways to get exposure to certain parts of the market that tend to show some repeatable, reliable, robust, you know, um, differentiators in certain characteristics of a portfolio. Those are factors. For example, size is a factor, value is a factor, minimum volatility is a factor, momentum is a factor, quality, profitability, those are other factors. So by building your portfolio around those factors, you can you can do really well. But there are also, I think, and what we've been deploying in our portfolio um, at times when we think is, is this global macroeconomic themes, mm-hmm. right? So there are going to be themes that that shift where you want to have money, I think, over the long term. There's there's small plays though, right? People, it's not a big lever. You don't go all in or all out because no. then, then you're making a mistake. But for example, office space. I've been asking a lot of people. I'd love to hear from you too. You can go to financialdetox.com, send us an email. We'd love to hear your thoughts on this. But of all the people who used to go to work regularly or to an office or travel regularly, yeah, what percentage of those are going to not go back to that? 
right? What percentage of the 100% that used to go to an office every day or used to travel weekly or whatever for business, what percentage of those are not going to go back to that style of working? They are going to work remote, they're going to work on Zoom. I think it's a big number. I've heard people say 60, I've heard people say 25. Um, well, big probably companies have already between. made decisions, right? Some of them have already made decisions that are, I don't know if they're permanent, but they're certainly longer term decisions to say, you know, you don't have to go back to work in, in right. the office at all. We're talking about the three-headed Hydra, which well, I wasn't <laughs> going to apologize, but I guess it's not three heads, there's two heads. We're just going off. Well, I think there's, no, no, there's three heads, but when you cut one off, the whole Only point of the Hydra back. was that it's like a never-ending problem, which people might right now feel like they're in this whirlwind of problems because yes. it feels every time you go into a conversation with a friend or a neighbor or your advisor or whoever, we're all we're all really complaining about something or nervous about something. Right. With, with good, you know, with it's warranted. Right. Um, and so our job on this show, our purpose for the show is to give you uh, education about your investment decisions right. that is not riddled with conflict of interest, is not the media trying right. to evoke fear or greed. It's just... It's just us doing what we say we're gonna do. Straightforward, financially detoxifying information. Yes. And financially detox, financial detox is an interesting concept because at first some people like, maybe don't get it, right? But it's like our health, right? We get toxified. We have bad things in our diet that cause us to have toxins inside of our body. And the same thing comes to, from a financial perspective, the thought processes and what we hear as individuals, whether it's from our friends or from the news or from, uh, some headline-driven event, we start to develop these toxic financial thoughts, and those toxic financial thoughts can and do oftentimes cause investment blunders, that cause mistakes, that that really destroy your long-term returns. So that is the whole point and purpose of our show, is to have a little bit of fun and to help you become financially detoxified so you make better decisions, whether you choose to hire us, because we are financial advisors, by the way, and that's why we call ourselves the Financial Detox Team at Intelligence Driven Advisors. But yes. whether you choose to hire us or not, at least you get valuable information out of this and uh, you know, hopefully we have a little fun while we're entertaining you and uh, educating you about uh, ways to think about things. But you made a great uh, intro here at the start of this when we were talking about the three-headed hydra and how it, it, it keeps coming back. It's a persistent problem. What's so brilliant about what you said is there's always going to be another problem. The problems will never go away. I, we have a great chart. We'll have producer Mike flip this up uh, as, as, as on there somehow. We'll get it in When there. you say that kind of stuff, we have to, you have to find the chart. Yes, you have to okay. find the chart. You have to give time. it to producer Mike or he can't make it appear <laughs> magically. But um, you, know, you can look back in history at all of these radical events. Yeah. That yes, they were all different at that time. I know that chart. But yet they were all the same. And they're radical events that would cause you to absolutely not want to be invested. Oh my gosh. Um, you know, like everything. 9 11, like what we were 9 11, world wars, you know, uh, contagions and, and uh, all. That's a movie. Contagion. I could say that. Contagion. That's, that works. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, pandemics. epidemics, pandemics, contagions, all these things. This has been going on forever. We've always had volatility. We've always had some big event. Now, this one is different. It feels different. It tastes different. But in the end, our companies going to continue to produce products and services and are we going to continue civilization as we know it? I think the answer is definitively yes. I think when you look at... It has to be yes. It is. It That's the thing is you have no... The other choice is that we just surrender. Right. And if you look at global capitalism too, capitalism being companies and, and people being free to create businesses and create a good idea and, and have that good idea give them a better financial lifestyle. This is 
really happening. I mean, capitalism really in its infancy from a global perspective. I always use the the reference Kiva, a place you can lend money, yeah. get paid interest, and help uh, a, a girl in Bangladesh make shoes that she sells them for a profit. She pays you back. I mean, that's capitalism, right? At its at its most raw, beautiful form. Totally. So well, even even the pandemic itself, I think, has has reinforced that globalization that you can do business virtually across. The world, right? Zoom is never leave you, your I house. Be, yeah, you don't you don't have to be physically somewhere necessarily to to accomplish success financially, right. or capitalism based. Yeah, um, I have a cool metaphor for you. Check okay. this out. So, people also ask us about these themes, and they talk about the economy. There's leading indicators, there's lagging indicators. Yes. Why is the market going so high when yes. the economy sucks yep. or whatever? Check this out. So, because you have a dog, your dog's really well trained, though. My dog, yeah. Okay, when you got Quite it, my kids. Right. Well, so when you got it as a puppy, though, and, and, and don't correct me if I'm wrong, because I might be wrong, but when right. you, so imagine you're walking down the sidewalk with your dog, and you're trying to train it to walk, and it's a puppy, and it's going all over the place. It's starting to the right, yeah. it's starting to the left, it's going to get, goes in the street when there's a right. car coming, and you have to yank it back. But you continue to walk, and eventually you get, you know, you walk around the block, let's say, and you get back home, and you both got to the same destination. Right. Right? You were steady, and you were having to kind of pull this thing back, and right. the dog is the market. Right. You are the economy. Or right. even you are the financial plan. Right. The you dog are. will do what it does, but it will get to the same place that you arrived. Yeah, exactly. That's the metaphor. Yeah, it's good. The dog's going to waste a lot of energy, make some mistakes <laughs> on the way. And, and it's yeah, what it does. It is just what right. it is. The market right. does what it does. And, and, and sometimes you can't predict why. The dog, you don't know why it would run into the street when a car's coming. That's just crazy. I, I recommend treats. And then you, <laughs> you say heal. And, and when the dog heals and does it right, you give him a little pet on the head, good boy, good boy, good boy, and you give him a treat. Are you and trying then, to tame the market? Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, I can't tame the market. No, I can tame the dog. It worked well. So we talked about the three-headed hydra here. We're talking about the, the things that are going on. Yes, they, they're different this time. Yes, they invoke huge emotion. But I think what we're trying to drive to, or what the end result is, is if you build a financial plan, and it has all aspects of your financial picture put together in this plan, including inflation, including taxes, including volatility of investment returns and markets, uh, your portfolio, your debt on your mortgages, uh, or your mortgage debt, your homes, your assets, everything, uh, business, stock options, you name it. Uh, and then you build a financial portfolio, an investment portfolio that's going to help you achieve whatever your purpose is, right? Getting mm -hmm. back to what's my purpose and what am I going to allow in my mind and in my heart and, and what am I going to allow happen um, you know, infiltrate me, whether it's the, you know, the, the three-headed hydra or whether you're going to stay focused on things that are positive and productive for you. And I think financial detox, we can certainly help you do that from an investment standpoint and uh, help you have better results. Because the great news is you don't have to guess and time the market or be in or be out or know exactly what's going to happen tomorrow to have great outcomes. You don't have to know that. All you have to do is stick to a discipline and investment philosophy that's rooted in historic evidence and data-driven and, and all that fancy stuff, and you will have a great outcome. So that's what we're, we're saying. Even though the three-headed hydra is out there, stay focused, stay disciplined, allow us to help you if you would like some help. We're very reachable at financialdetox.com or 877-707-8889. We'll help you uh, chop the heads off that three-headed hydra. Give us a call at Financial Detox whenever you're ready. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll be back next week. And go Joe Rogan with your big contract. We'll try and get one of those. And thank you to all of the military for yes. keeping us Amen. safe and free from those that tried to oppress us 11 years ago. Yeah, exactly. Or 19 years ago. Sorry. Wow. Yeah, time flies when you're having fun, I guess. But all right. Yeah. Thanks. Have a good one, Financial Detox. We'll be back. 
To learn more about Financial Detox and to get access to today's show notes, transcript, and resources, visit FinancialDetox.com. Call Jason and the team at Intelligence Driven Advisors. If you're ready for financial detox and a better tomorrow, call 877-707-8889. Get answers to your questions. That's 877-707-8889. That's financialdetox.com for podcasts and information. And if you like what you've heard, be sure to hit the subscribe button. That way, you'll be notified about upcoming podcasts. You'll take one more step toward financial peace of mind. This content is provided for informational purposes only and should not be considered investment advice or recommendations to buy or sell any types of securities. Mr. Labram and intelligence-driven advisors are not responsible for the consequences of any decisions or actions taken as a result of information provided in this program and do not warrant or guarantee the accuracy or completeness of the information provided. The information discussed today reflects the views of Mr. Labram and his guests as of the date of this show and are subject to change without notice. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Any forward-looking statements statements or forecasts are based on assumptions and actual results may vary from any such statements or forecasts. No reliance should be placed on any statements or forecasts when making an investment decision. Accordingly, listeners should not rely solely on information provided today in making any investment decisions. There is a risk of loss of investing in securities, including the risk of loss of principal. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk and there can be no assurance that any specific investment will be profitable or suitable for particular investors, financial situation, or risk tolerance. Asset allocation portfolio diversification cannot assure or guarantee better performance and cannot eliminate the risk of investment losses.